Hey, Mom, who's that? And why is she dressed like that? That's a nun, sweetheart. What's a nun? They're women who dedicate their lives to Christ, and they do a lot of praying. Is that all they do? That sounds kind of boring. <laughs> no, they actually do a lot more than just that. In fact, the first woman to earn a computer science PhD in the United States was a Catholic nun named Mary Kenneth Keller. My name's Alyssa. I'm Delaney. My name's Pascal. My name's Alicia. And I'm Auden. And And you're you're listening to The History of Mary Kenneth Keller. Mary Kenneth Keller was born December 17th in Cleveland, Ohio. Not much of her childhood is on record. She probably had a ravenous childhood. Who knows? By the age of 18, Sister Mary joined the Sisters Charity of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Dubuque, Iowa. To further her connection with Christ, she professed her vows and became a nun at the age of 27. By 1953, she completed both her bachelor's degrees in math and master's in math and physics from DePaul University in Chicago. She became interested in the field of computer science in the 1950s, which was an unusual profession for a woman at that time. Not even unusual for a nun, but for a woman in that time period, in the 1900s, that's different. Yeah, because back then they were focused on having kids and getting married, and that was it, cooking and cleaning. There was no independent woman. There was no woman going after her career. It was just a housewife. Or if you were, like, you were, like, that was a social outcast. It was a right. Time, like, you were, like, she was a nun, so she had to be passionate about her education because she was going for degrees. She was trying to get more education than a nun would ever be required to have doing that type of religious work. Besides becoming a nun, while working towards her Ph.D., she helped implement BASIC, a computer programming language. This programming language opened doors to everyone, not just highly educated people. This made it easy for everyone to use a computer and, like, receive the knowledge necessary. Mm-hmm. That's, good. That's good. So it's not just men, but that could also exactly. include women and children. Because you think about, like, who has access to what. Like, it's right. not just about your intelligence at that point, and it still isn't. Like, you know It's what not I mean? about your like, economic it's about your opportunities, level. yeah. Mm-hmm. She did this at Dartmouth College, which at the time was an all-male school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dartmouth's a really good school. Back to her childhood not really being known, there's not a lot of pictures of her either, you know, like, she was kind of elusive. And, like, but still, one of my favorite pictures from, like, researching her is, it's her, like, in a classroom full of dudes, and they're all with the exact same, like, photocopied or whatever, and they're just her sitting up, but, like, in the front, ready to learn and everything, and it was just cool. Yeah, that's probably, like, a really good representation of her as well, because, like... Yeah, it shows she wasn't just smart, but she was bold. Like, imagine a nun working at an all-male school, imagine yourself as a woman. In the full get-up, too. Exactly. In her full uniform, in the front of the classroom, learning in a class full of males. In a time where just, like, the suppression of women was just so high. It was just so Like, we think we have it, like, rough to a certain degree now. She was living during the time when they weren't allowed to vote, because Mm -hmm. she said she was born in 1913. Regardless of her successes, she stood by her fellow scholars. She founded the Computer Science Department at Clark University, which she used to further her women's education in computer science, specifically for mothers. She directed this program for 25 years. That's definitely a really cool thing that she did, and she wasn't just trying to learn and 
get the education for herself, but really provide for other people. She was looking out for others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When it says specifically mothers, that meant like she was trying to help people that had children and were pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she was not only helping regular women, but also women who probably didn't have as much time to learn because they had kids. Right. But I wonder how like that was perceived by other people, especially men. Yeah. Also, how did their husbands react? We don't know. That is unknown information. I'm just saying, <laughs> just we, like we don't child. know, but they probably didn't have a good reaction back then because at that time it was more common for the male to be the main breadwinner. So as a woman trying to be successful, they probably felt intimidated. Her advocacy for women continued as she established ASCU, the Association of Small Computer Users in Education. This was an advocacy group that stands still to this day for everyone's right to computer access and education back then it was amazing how much you could get done she was super successful and she's a woman and a nun so that adds on to the excitement as she said herself we're having an information explosion and it is certainly obvious that information is of no use unless it is available so this kind of highlighted her life goal to make this type of computer technology available to everybody so they will be able to use it because if only certain amount of people can use the information, what's the point of having all this advanced technology? Mm-hmm. Right. This, this has, has been, been the history of Mary Kenneth Keller with Alyssa, Delaney, Pascal, Alicia, and Auden. Thanks for listening. Bye. Girls are smart. Every equation you do is a form of art, it's time to get together. Fly rockets, build a house, and control the weather with math. 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 Yes. Who here likes math is not a man, you could be a female mathematician.